Welcome to She's Crafted to Thrive, a show for women in photography and other creative businesses. You will hear conversations about the real everyday struggles of juggling life and business while trying to maintain passion and balance. As women, we have the skill of getting things done, but sometimes we get in our own way. It's here where you'll see that you're not alone. You'll discover that success does not mean perfection. Fear, negative thoughts, and challenges are all part of the journey. On the podcast, you'll find the inspiration and tools you need to have a life and business that thrives. On this episode of She's Crafted to Thrive, our guest is Hannah Martini, a wedding and senior photographer. And I'm so excited to have her on because I featured her on my blog a few months ago, earlier this year, and she has had massive growth since the last time I even talked to her. She was featured in Jasmine Starr's Social Curator. And not only that, we'll talk about how to discover your authentic style and how being true to yourself really can help your business to grow. I am so excited to have Hannah on today. She um, was featured in Crafted to Thrive's blog post a couple of months ago. I can't believe it seems like it was yesterday. And um, so many things have happened with, um, with her and her business. And I really just wanted to dig really in into her business and kind of her mindset on things. So welcome to She's Crafted to Thrive, Hannah. I'm so excited. This is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, after I think I did our initial like interview, I felt so like empowered to do my podcast. Like, I think it's the extra thing that lit under my butt to be like, go for it. And it was just, you're such an inspiring person. And then all this new stuff that you've got going on, I'm just like, oh, we've got to talk about it. (laughs) I know. I was super cool. I was super excited when you told me about doing the podcast and I was like, do it. Cause I'm a person, I love podcasts. I don't listen to the radio in the car. I listen to podcasts. So I was like, oh, <laughs> do it. they're just like the new thing. And I love them. Um, and thank you. I was, uh, I don't know about inspiring, but it was, it was, everything's kind of happening. And then when you did, you reached out to me and said, you want to do a blog post. So I was like, Oh babe, like, this is my thing. Like, here we go. I'm on a roll now. Let's do this. So it was, it was kind of like yours, your, um, reaching out to me was kind of like the switch kind of when everything started to kind of happen. Nice. So thank you. That was on you. Oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. I don't know. Like you were like my transition. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, recently you were featured on Jasmine's social curator, which is, if anybody doesn't know what that is, it's an amazing, just amazing way to get like real with your life on Instagram and get in contact with yourself, like the real you. And, um, you were featured in there about your progress and your business kind of like just skyrocketing. And I know, you know, we obviously always have like all these trainings that we kind of buy into it sometimes and sometimes we don't see anything but I really think a lot of it has to do with our mindset and kind of the things we decide to do with what we learn so kind of tell us a little bit about that like how did this all get going oh gosh okay so it was in so the algorithm changed and I used to get like a ton of likes and then all of a sudden it was like down to 40 and I was like okay what is going on So I remember sitting on my couch and I was looking through my Instagram and I was like, what changed? Like, I didn't, I didn't even know there was a such thing as an algorithm or anything like that. I don't know. I was just posting pictures and whatever. And, um, it was in February and I had no bookings and I was freaking out because I was like, I'm not going to make any money. What am I going to do? And I've always followed Jasmine 
And I eventually found Social Curator and I was like, oh, I don't know if I can afford it. And I was like, ah, whatever, I'm just going to do it. And like, if my numbers change, awesome. And then that's what you were talking about, like when you said mindset. So I did, like it was for about two weeks, I just kind of used what she gave you, like, you know, captions and pictures and stuff like that. So my feed looked really pretty. But when I started to dig into the issue, it, it was, it was kind of like a transition of it teaches you about yourself. And people want to know about yourself. So I started being more vulnerable on Instagram. And I think that that's what kind of made clients attract to me because it felt, they felt like they already knew me. Mm -hmm. So I started talking more about myself and my life and the stuff that I enjoy. And it was really relatable to other clients. I'd have like clients come up to me and be like, I saw your picture and oh, you love dogs too. And I'm like, I love dogs. I'm a fanatic. <laughs> and so like we got to connect on that level, which then made them super comfortable during our session. So it was like I'm photographing friends. Right. So then my bookings I, in the issue, it was like I went from zero to like 2,500 in a month. Um, and Which I did amazing. I didn't even notice it until I put it down because I'm a numbers person and Excel and planner and all that fun stuff. So I looked at it and I was like, holy cow, like I got a ton of bookings. Like how did this happen? And it was right when I started to realize like, I'm just doing what she's telling me to do which mm -hmm. is just to be myself, be the real myself, stop doing what everybody else is doing, which that's what I was doing. I was like, Oh, these people are getting bookings. I'll just do what they do. But like, I'm not as I wasn't, I guess I could say, I didn't think I was as good as them, but it's them. So like they're them because they're them and I'm me because I'm me. So mm -hmm. that's when she, I finally started to realize this change in mindset of just be me and my people will come around. And then sure enough, it was like, I reached out to social curator and I was like, Hey, I just wanted to let you know, this is well, you know, what my experience was with it. And she was like, we want to put you in the issue. And I was like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then I got your email about doing the blog post. And I was like, Oh my gosh, all these things are happening. Like it finally worked and it paid off by just being me. Yeah, so it was, it was just like, just be yourself, stop comparing yourself. And it kind of pushed me to be more creative. Like it kind of made my creative juices going. Cause I feel like when you're not getting things done or things aren't happening, you get like in a creative rut. Yeah. And I was in one at the beginning of the year. And then finally I was like, I just need to figure something else out. And then, so it just kind of pushed myself. It was awesome. That is so cool. I think what's interesting though, and I don't know if you know this, but I feel like that's true. But I also feel like, cause I talked to photographers and just creative people in general. And I think what happens is when you start trying, when you stop trying to be like someone else, you are, then you become freer to create what you are inspired by, which is like, we all know this, like, it's not like a surprise. I mean, it's a surprise yeah. when we actually have that aha moment, but yeah. we all know that we, we kind of, we kind of shoot ourselves in our own foot by totally putting us like in this hole of like, oh, everybody else is doing this and everybody's doing that. And they seem, here's the thing, they seem to be doing well. Right. Just saying that everybody mm -hmm. <laughs> on Instagram oh. with a thousand million followers are, you know, ranking in the dough, I'm just saying. Um, so we kind of get stuck with like trying to be like whoever that is. So absolutely. Well, and it was, and I am, I'm a numbers person. And so I was getting like super discouraged. Cause I used to get like 200, the ironic thing. I used to get 250 likes on my photos. I had no bookings, none. Yeah. 
changed got like a hundred or so likes and I have, I'm fully booked all the way up till October. So yeah. it's like, who cares what I get on Instagram as yeah. long as I'm getting my, who like I'm, but my business is good. So then that was like the same thing. Like you were talking about change in mindset. I don't care about the numbers. I care about my clients, my genuine clients, and I take care of them and I focus on them because like, that's my clientele. That's my little family right there. Yeah. So I'm just, I stopped almost focusing on the number side of the likes. Yeah. And I was like, eh, whatever. Like now I'm going to just focus on my clientele. And it is, it's so funny. I'm like, yeah, I had 250 likes, but I had no bookings. And now I get like 150 likes and I have like 20 bookings. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it's so funny. It's like, crazy. You know, I think it's, I think it's the world of social media. That's kind of just where we've gotten to. I mean, it is addiction. I did a recent recording with Courtney and she was like talking about like how it's like almost an addiction just to see whether or not you got the likes and you start that addiction correlates in our brain as business owners. Oh, I have so many people following me and they're going to book me. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then you're like, where are you at? Yeah. You're not there. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, and it's like, oh, somebody followed me from Germany. I'm like, awesome. They're never going to book me. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Like maybe learn. when I'm like super, like if I ever get super famous and I'm a, like, you know, but till then probably not. Yeah. So it's kind of like, ah, I stopped focusing on, yeah. Being like social media famous, like would love that. But if you have the bookings there, then great. But if I don't, then what's the point? Right. So. so so, for you, I know you were saying that it was a mindset change. Obviously, you had a little hope with that, kind of like thinking about sharing who you are and yourself. But I know um, something that keeps coming up in conversation is about photographers and their style. Like what, you know, it's kind of like this weird thing. I don't think like, the outside consumer actually understands this this part of photography that even photographers have different styles so you have to not every photographer is for you yeah but what photographer like what what helps you to like connect to you like your style as a photographer oh gosh this goes back two years when I started so when I moved to Philly uh to be with my other half I was like I'm gonna start my business and same thing, I was looking at what everybody else was doing and they were all doing like the super moody and like they're beautiful photos. Mm-hmm. And so I kept like, I liked them and I tried to kind of recreate them. Couldn't, failed miserably because that's just not who I am. That's not my style now that I know that. Um, and then I kept, but I, then I'd go back and like my house is farmhousey and it's light and it's, and I'm like, well then why am I trying to do that? So it took, I mean... I don't know how many presets I bought. I don't know how many YouTube videos. Oh my goodness. It was like horrible. And I'm, you know, texting my friends who doing the dark and moody. And I'm like, how are you doing this? I want this. And no matter how much I would do it, I just, it wasn't like, I knew it wasn't right. Cause I was like almost forcing it. And, um, and I'd like stay up hours. I remember in Philly, I would stay up to like two o'clock in the morning, like going back and forth. Like, am I light and airy? Am I this? Am I this? Oh. Photos do I want to produce? Um, And then I don't know exactly when it happened, but I I remember when I came back here and we moved back in and I started designing our house. Um, 
and it was so light. And I was like, okay, this is me. And I don't like the overly posy stuff. Like I don't want something stiff. I'm so I was like, okay, I know I'm a lifestyle photographer. I like the light stuff. And then it was figuring out cause there's so many things to style was like, how do I want to pose people? And, um, I recently just started doing it. Like when you're learning, you need to learn how to focus and all this other right. stuff. And I was too afraid to like get my clients to move because I didn't want it to be out of focus or anything like that. But I'm like so drawn to emotion and authentic moments that I was like, I can't have them just stand there and look authentic, like, because that's not real. <laughs> right. And so I started um, kind of researching, like, what are people doing? And I really love getting people to, like, do stuff. So now that's kind of transitioned into my style. I just did a family session the other day, and I had them sit on the dock, and um, I told them, let's play a game. Let's, um, I'm going to sit you all down, and whoever can name a fruit that starts with B as fast as they can, we're going to go down the line, and if you can't, you're out. And the dad, they like, they're all naming something and the dad's like beer. And it just, <laughs> everybody started bursting out laughing. <laughs> it is the most precious photo ever. Cause everybody's laughing and I'm like, Oh, that's what I want. That's right. what I need. So, and it's the same thing with like romance. I love romance. I'm, I'm such a love sap. I, totally I know you said you're in love with love. I do. I just love it. I love romantic movies, romantic comedy. Oh, just put me in. I love it. Um, just eat it up. And so I'm like, I want to do pictures like that. That's what I want. But how am I going to do that? And so it's finally like, you know, telling my couples, like, tell me the first time you really fell in love with each other and to watch it is just, oh, like yeah. it email I have to like remember to put my camera up because I'm like I just want to watch yeah I want to watch your experience and all that stuff so finding my style was like the hardest thing to ever do and I feel like I'm I know my style and I'm still trying to perfect it yeah it's the hardest thing I'm and I feel like all photographers beginning photographers start off with it but so I guess I would tell them like I wish somebody would have told me like don't look at anybody else just try, like, look at other things. Like, what does your house look like? Yeah. Like that was a huge, and I have no idea. I don't know who told me that. I think it was like, probably like Jenna Kutcher or something like that. She uh -huh. was like, I like, look at your Pinterest boards. And I'm like, none of my Pinterest boards are dark and moody. So obviously <laughs> that's not my style. I should probably change that. Yeah. So I, I threw that out the window, but it did. It took two years to finally figure it out. And yeah. now I finally figured it out, but now I got to perfect it. So. Yeah, that's awesome. I think that's so true. I think even in business in general, we kind of, I feel like that even for myself, like I feel like I'm, I, we get so stuck in like looking at what everybody else is doing. And then if you actually look back at like you, you're like, yeah. I'm not that person. Like no, I'm nothing like that. <laughs> I'm not, you so know, fun. you're, you, that's their art. Right. But like you have your own, like you have your own style. You have your own way. Right. Exactly. And I, it was, it was just like figuring out, well, like, okay, well, those people are successful. So I need to do what they're doing, but they're only successful at that because that's who they are. Mm -hmm. So it was like learning like, oh, well I can be successful doing what I'm doing because it's me. Right. So, and that I just, it didn't click until recently. It was like, all right, I got to stop doing what everybody else is doing and like try to just focus on myself. Yeah. Do you watch, okay, this is completely like not, do you watch um, uh, American, uh, what is that show called? Uh, America's Got Talent? I, well, when I have cable, yes. <laughs> well, I don't have cable. I watch it on Hulu. It's like the- Oh, there you go. See, I have, I have uh, Amazon Prime. That's like- oh. our, 
There you go. I got that too. Um, we've been watching, my husband and I, it's like the summer, like, because, you know, no really good shows outside of those kind of shows are on. Um, yeah. But Simon, who I have a love-hate relationship with, um, they get a lot of singers on there. And he has literally have been stopping people in the middle of their audition and being like, why are you singing that song? Like, why are you singing it? I don't even feel like you're attached to it. I don't yeah. even know what that means to you. Like, don't sing it. And he's like, do you have another song? And they're like, uh, yeah, I have an original. And they look petrified. Right. <laughs> and then he's like, well, sing that. And it's like, you know, wow. You just but feel it. Yeah. And then when yeah. they sing it, me and my, my husband and my, Maurice were like, oh my gosh, why didn't they start off with that in the first place? I think people are so afraid to be who they are because they're so afraid that someone's not going to like them. Yeah. Yeah. I think like with anything like that, um, it reminds me of like, um, I saw something today. Um, she's like a kind of a friend. Uh, anyways, um, it was like, you know, the new Instagram thing, like the questions, ask me anything. Mm-hmm. So like we did it and everything like that. And then, um, somebody was like, well, she had posted about it today and she was like, I love this new feature. She was like, but I love how some people like never got questions answered. And I'm like, I guarantee you most of those people were like, I'm so afraid to do this. What if nobody asked me? Who yeah. cares? Yeah. Who yeah. cares if nobody asks you questions? Like, I was a little nervous. I was like, oh, this is going to be like, no one's going to ask me questions. I got like, I got like, what, three, four, or five, maybe? I don't know. And they were not like awesome questions. I think Steven wrote on there, like, why are you so sexy? I'm like, oh, babe. <laughs> like, no, no, no. Like, let's, I'm trying to be professional here. And yeah, no, it was not. But it was, I did. It made me laugh. And I was like, I bet so many people didn't do that because they were afraid that like some, no one's going to reach out to them, but who cares? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Just be you. Exactly. So you're getting into wedding photography. I know when we talked, you were talking about being a second shooter, right? And now you're doing your own. I am. So I just did my first wedding and it was awesome. It was super hard though, because it was 60 mile an hour winds. the town alarm went off (gasps) like siren went off the town shut down and I'm like how am I gonna do this oh my god Um, so I was super nervous but I'm like I don't care like we're doing these photos outside it's pretty light it's up in Virginia City which is like one of the oldest towns here it's super cool um so we did it and the pictures are awesome because the wind is kicking up the girl's dress and the hair is going crazy. And I was like, this is perfect. Cause this yeah. is just who they were anyways. Um, so that was super cool. I just sent off her gallery and then I have, I'm still second shooting two weddings, but then I just booked another wedding. Um, me being the lead photographer. And then I have another one as well. So I'm so excited. I'm, this has been, it was, it was like when I talked to you, it was like, interview with you, social curator, and then weddings. You just like pushed me into success, apparently. I did not. That was all you, honey. It's called momentum. It happens. Oh my gosh. It was. So yeah, no, getting into that. I'm so excited. So nervous, but so excited. Oh, oh, I love, I love weddings and I, um, love shooting them, but then I don't love shooting (laughs) them. Like we've done them in the past. Yeah. And oh my God, for me, it was just, and partly it's because we did big weddings. And I think if I ever did go back and we go back to the photography business, I probably would only. <laughs> like elopements? Yeah. Like if, 
if they're elopement or if there's like 50 guests or less because oh my gosh it is so stressful yeah well and there's like different things like I do um like getting brides to under like timelines yeah. Like when you've never done, like I never did a wedding and I was like, and you know, the bride was like, I said, okay, we got it. Cause I'm an organized person. I was like, we need yeah. to get a timeline. And I'm like, I don't even know how to, st- where do I start? Right. She like looked at me and I was like, okay, um, <laughs> what time is ceremony time? And then, right. so we kind of started, and then, so I started figuring it out a little bit, but that first couple, I was like, I don't even know how to write a timeline down and yeah. then managing the timeline. Oh, was like, cause weddings run behind. Yeah, I mean, the thing with weddings is you almost are, even if they have a wedding planner, you are the other wedding planner. Like, you literally are. Like, you you have to know when when the exact moments are happening, where they're going to be, who's going to be there, all these things. And if you have your shot, like, if you're ready to get shots, but you don't know what's happening, yeah, you messed up. So... And it, like it does, it gives me anxiety sometimes. I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't want to miss the shot, this shot or whatever, you know, cause I'm doing something else. And, um, so now I'm like, I can't do, I can, but I don't like to, cause I like to have, um, so Steven comes along with me. He's my second shooter. Thank goodness. Um, because <laughs> I'm like the type of person that I'm like, if I'm like in my mind going crazy, but you have to keep like a really pretty, you know, everything's fine. Everything's dandy. Yeah. Um, but like, say I need something and I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't have time to go and do this. Right. I can look at him and I know that like, I can rely on him and he's right. good. And then stress, then everything kind of calms down. And then the day goes so much smoother, I feel. Yeah. But if I, yeah, it's just, cause you don't want to stress out the bride or anything like that. But like you said, time runs, you know, run behind or something happens and it's, <laughs> and then you have the shot list and, uh, <laughs> The family portraits, I feel. They are the hardest. So hard. Especially if they don't want to be there. Like, if they don't, if if you're just trying to get everybody in the area. Yes. It is a hot, it's it's a hot fun of a mess. Oh, for sure. (laughs) And it is. And it's always like, I'm like, men, men, give me 10 minutes. 10 minutes and then you can go. Yeah. But give me 10 solid minutes, I will get you out of here. Yeah. You know, women are like, oh, I love photos. So yeah. they're never, it's like always just like some of the, like, you know, a grandpa, just like, I don't want to be here. I'm like, I know, I'm so sorry, but give me <laughs> five seconds and, we'll, and then you can go and party. Yeah. Yeah, so, exactly. I love it though. Yeah. Oh. I think it's nice that you're able, one, that you know yourself and you know what you're willing to do within your business, like, so that you can still enjoy what you do I think what other the other thing that happens I think in most businesses is that at some point something either we change our brain and we're like oh I should be doing more right something like you're you're doing you but then you want to be doing more because you feel like you should be doing more for a client or something and then you become overly stressed and overwhelmed and it's like a hot mess and then you're feeling like confused and lost and then you get what is it um we were just talking about this um, photo burnout where you're just like, I hate photography. It's not photography that you're hating. It's like yeah. the whole everything else is you end up hating. Yeah. Now you're even more busy. You're going to be doing so much more. How are you going to balance that? So I recently learned, so it's been, I've had two lessons, two hard lessons um, in, in two years, which is, which is good. Well, it's almost been three now, but it, it, and it's been really good lessons. So 
when we moved back from Philly, I was super busy that summer and I was so thrilled to be busy, but it was every single weekend. I had like two or three shoots every single weekend and I wasn't going to say no because I was so happy to have clients and I wanted to like, you know, I just had this thirst for it. So I did it and I started to notice because Steven would be like, hey, let's go camping. Let's do this. I'm like, uh, I can't. I have a session. Uh, I can't. I have work. Let's go to the movies. I can't. I have work. I have to edit. Um, and I started to see that it started to like, he's always been super supportive. So he'd never say anything, but I could tell I was like, okay, our relationship's changing because I'm so busy and we're not able to do the things that we wanted to do, which in the beginning when I wasn't doing photography, we would hike, travel, we would do anything under the sun. And I wasn't able to do that. So I, um, I told him this year, like when we came back, I was like, okay, I'm, we need to like go through and plan a couple of vacations and I'm taking those weekends off and I will not change it. Like, mm -hmm. I don't care if it's a wedding. I don't, cause I need our relationship to be good. I need life to be balanced. And so I did that. And then I also started because now I know how to manage my time better. I can do two or three shoots in one day and then have one weekend that's completely free. Right. So, um, it, it was going through that one period of where like it wasn't fun. I was almost getting burnt out. Cause I'd be like, I have a session. I'm like, mm -hmm. I don't want to have a session. I want to hang home right. with my honey. And I'm like, Oh, this is bad. Like I'm already getting there and it's only the first year. This is, <laughs> yeah. So it was, um, so now I'm like, okay, let's manage that time. Let's plan it out. Um, and you do, you get, so I'm not, I haven't been burnt out. And then my second lesson was I've never had anything go wrong until about three, three weeks ago. I had two weeks of just pure, just, it was bad. Oh no, like, what happened? Every day wanted to quit. Oh man, it was just all bad luck could have happened in two weeks. And there, everybody's like, and it happens in things of three. And I'm like, yeah, I hit three like a week ago. <laughs> I'm like, need this, I need, like needed to come. I felt like I was in quicksand. Oh no. Just fighting and fighting and fighting. Um, but I think it was like a good lesson for me to learn. And if I could teach any other business, like a starting photographer, don't let people take advantage of you. Because mm. it'll happen. And when you're new, you're like, I just want to do anything I can for you. But when, but you'll notice people will do it. They'll take advantage of you. So I did, I hit that point a couple weeks ago. I was like, I want to quit. I'm done. Like, I just don't want to do this anymore. People are taking advantage of me. I was in tears. Steven's looking at me like, who died? Like, <laughs> not a family member died. And I'm like, oh, I just, um, it was, it was yikes. Um, <laughs> that's what it was. It was a yikes of two weeks. Um, but so I had to learn to like say no and it's okay to say no. Yeah. What Which happened? Is, you know, I'm going to oh, ask you this. What oh, happened? Goodness. Okay. So I'm a planner. I got three planners. Well, I was supposed to help um, somebody up in Tahoe. I was taking pictures of her home, beautiful home. And I wrote down the wrong day. And I wrote down the wrong day. And oh man, it was just, it was bad. So I had to like scramble, get time off work of my other job. Cause I was like, I need to go up and do this. So I did that. And I just, I felt so bad cause I've never made a mistake in my business at all. That was my first like oopsie mm -hmm. and which make, just makes you feel terrible. Yeah. Um, and no, then <laughs> oh, I was yeah. so bad. And then I did, um, 
what else happened? Oh, and then I did a family session. My, I had just bought a new SD card. Didn't work. I got 20 photos. We drove up to Tahoe. They had extended family there. My card wasn't working. So I'm like, okay, I'll just use my backups. My backups like walked out of my bag. I have no idea where they went. They're still gone. I don't know. So I, oh my gosh, I was in, I was like, I can only get 20 photos. And I had to switch over from raw to JPEG because I could have only gotten four pictures with raw. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. So I was like, I will refund your money. We will reshoot all this stuff. Thankfully, like she was so sweet and she loved the photos that I delivered to her. And Steven's like, they're your best photos you've ever taken. I'm like, no, because I look at him and see failure. Yeah. Because yeah. I just like, it was just bad. Uh, no, I've totally been there when I like, in those moments, I just had to learn that I think we are the ones who are way more freaked out by it because we are like, oh my gosh, this is my business and everything is going to run on and they're never going to. And it's like, we go through like this whole, like complete oh, yeah. meltdown in our brain and these scenarios, and da, 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 da. which, you know, that's kind of part of being your own business person. You're having your own business. You're going to have like that weird, those times where things don't work because oh. you know, I mean, technology doesn't work half the time. So we're people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I exactly. And that was the big thing. I remember like calling my mom and I'm just in tears. And she was like, she goes, this is your first mistake in two years. She's like, guess what? I'm going to tell you, you're going to have a million more. And I'm like, I hope not. Cause I felt lower than dirt. Yeah. Like it was so bad. And, it, and it, I do, I think you're right. If it was on my end, cause it was, you know, my mistakes or my business and my bad luck. I was like, no one's ever going to book me again. This is going to ruin everything. Whereas on their end, they had like no idea. She was like, I love the photos. And then the other girl was like, oh, you know, it's okay. It happens. Like, yeah. it's not a big deal. But on my side, I was like lower than dirt. Yeah. It didn't ever happen for me. But now it was like, and then, you know, being taken advantage of, I had a couple of those too. And so it was learning to say no, like, no. Oh, this is actually how I run things. And if that doesn't work for you, that's okay. That, but then we just won't be business partners. Right. But it, it was, that's hard to know. And I feel like you don't know it until you go through it. Yeah, I think that's true. But I also think that, and that's another reason why I love why I really wanted to do this podcast, because I don't think, I think we all will at some point not even realize that that's about to happen or that's happening in our business where we have to learn to say no or not be taken advantage of. Mm -hmm. but I think when we hear stories of other people in business specifically women because we have an issue with not like with saying no we're like we like to please people regardless yes. of oh, totally us half the time yes so I think that like being able to hear like no it's okay to tell people no it's okay <laughs> to say no my price is this yes <laughs> exactly okay to say like look it was an accident this happened I can do whatever I can do on my side but hey life happens come on now like yeah, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And like I do, I've never heard, like you see all these successful photographers and I'm like, tell me your nitty gritty stories yeah. because I want to be like, I too, like, I'm like, oh, okay. She had it too. Yeah. Like it's, it's okay. Like I'm okay. Business is not like my business is still going great. Right. So it's okay that I had two weeks of an oopsie and I made some right. mistakes, but guess what? I'm still like, I'm still okay. I wish Cause if I would have heard somebody like tell that, I'd be like, okay, like it's going to be okay. Whereas yeah. I thought life was going to end. 
<laughs> oh gosh, it was so bad. That's just how I am. I'm melodramatic, I guess. <laughs> I hope you are feeling more. I know you are. I mean, like you have to be like so much more confident in like who you are, what you're doing, even more so now with where your business is going and how you've kind of just owned who you are as a as a person, as an artist, to kind of yeah. just you know, take me as I am. And if you don't like me, okay, go to somebody else, you know? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Especially here. Cause there's, um, I, we had talked about this before. Um, Reno is a huge creative company and we have like an, in, like the photography industry is crazy. Like there's so many, and there's so many people that are like, you need to have a degree. You need to do this. You need to have like lights and you need this. And if you don't know how to do it, then you're not this. And it was more of like, and in the beginning when I was, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I feel like a fraud because I don't know some of this stuff, Right. but I don't like that style. So what's the, like, no, I don't need to learn some of that stuff. Like I have my off camera flash and I know how to use it and stuff like that. Do I love those pictures? No, but most of the time the reception pictures and people are dancing. So it's not that big of a deal, but like, I love the natural light and all mm-hmm. that stuff, but it, it, it finally, like, cause I do, I've heard other people talk and all their opinions on other stuff, mm-hmm. which is fine. And so I've gotten to that point where I'm like, yeah, okay, well you can be over there and I'll be over here. Right. Like it, cause, and that, and that's okay. And yeah. I've learned to be okay with it, but it, it did. It was like finally figuring out like, I'm confident in myself and in my business, like that. I'm like, okay, yeah, you go over there and I'm going to build my own table over here. Yeah. Because I don't want to be part of that over there. Right. Do you feel like you have a tug of war anymore with that? Like, like, do you sometimes have moments where you're like, but I should, because you know, they, or, you know, do you kind of have those moments still? You, um, so there's like times where, um, I, um, almost like feel it out, I guess. So we have, it's called Tuesdays together here and it's an amazing group. Like it's a great industry and it's all creatives. Like it's not just photographers. It's like cake makers and a bunch of wedding stuff. Um, to get into the wedding industry, you have to know people in the wedding industry. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like going and feeling stuff out. Like, okay, I've heard these things about you know, these people and what they believe. And, but it's like, well, I'm not going to judge until I go and meet because people have judged me and they've been completely wrong. So it's almost like going and feeling out the industry and feeling out those people that are like, like me Mm -hmm. and almost, um, just, I get more chill. I don't know how to, a better way to say it, I guess. Um, But because there are those people out there and I've met a ton of them. One, my lead photographer that I'm shooting for, she is that way. Sam is amazing and she's chill and relaxed and she kind of has the same thoughts and processes that I do. So we work really well together and she's a well-known photographer in the wedding industry. Mm. So it's a good connection to have, but it, it's almost trying to like, yeah, you do have those tendencies, but it's like, no, 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 stay true to who you are. Cause as soon as you go for that, you're going to get hit and it's going to hurt. Yeah. And it has, like, I've tried to almost do that. And then it's like, mm, I'm just, I'm not getting a good feeling. I need to pull back. Cause then they'll like you do, you, they say stuff and you're like, Oh, that hurt. But I'm like, well, why am I talking to you anyway? Right. Yeah. So yeah. it is it's just trying to stay true to who you are, which is so hard. It is so hard, right? It's so hard. That's kind of another reason why this podcast is called she's 
crafted. I feel like we all have to own our own self. Like we have to own how we make our life, how we make our business. Like we have to put the pieces together that help our life. Like um, our balance and things like that are all different. For oh, like, yeah. my balance is not going to be your balance. And right. my life of what I want success to mean is not your success. Like it's just not going to be that way. So right. for us to always be looking at each other to compare and be like, why can't I be like that person? Right. It's crazy. I, it's crazy. It is, and I, I don't know what, like, I don't know what programmed us to do that. Uh, I think it's called the commercial world. (laughs) I did. uh, Yeah. I mean, that is, and that's like a big push of my business. You know, we did, I did my self love project and stuff like that. And, but I, I do, I don't know. I, I was talking about it. I had posted something about, um, it was like talking about the girls in magazines and I'm like, yeah, you're not going to look like them. They don't even look like that. Mm -hmm. They're Photoshop. They're, you know, all that stuff. And I was like, but you're amazing because it's you. And then I had a girl comment on it. She was like, thank you so much. And I was like, I just don't know what triggered us to think that way. Yeah. Like what made us think that? Like that we need to be like that person and we need to be like this person. You can have inspirations, but you're still you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And our circumstances in life are also different. So we can't. different. Yeah. But what we can do is learn from each other. We can learn like from experiences. We can kind of like, connect being like oh that emotion or that feeling is not like oh I'm alone in feeling this way I'm like I'm alone feeling like oh my gosh I failed miserably when you right fail (laughs) yeah exactly and like everybody fails and it was an oopsie but you and nobody talks about that yeah ever like oh no I was just big and amazing the whole time and I'm like oh I wish you would have told me your struggles (laughs) and then and that was kind of the big thing with social curator and Jasmine it was like and even um like Jenna Kutcher's a big one too um and then there's another girl um Lindsay I don't know what her last name is I don't want to butcher it um She's amazing. She's another um, Hawaiian uh, Hawaii photographer, and I absolutely adore her because she talks about struggles and like how she went through her business and how it took her for a, a long time and the little things that you learn and nobody talks about that. No, like Instagram versus reality, and I'm like, I love the realness. I think that's amazing. So that's why it's like it's not always fun to be real, but. Nope. <laughs> but people are like, oh, I feel you. And I'm like, yay, I'm not alone. This is yeah. so great. Yeah. That's exactly. why I love like podcasts. Like that's why I was like a really big push for you. I think it's amazing because people need to hear about this stuff because nobody yeah. talks about it. No. <laughs> and I know why. Yeah. Because yeah. it, it is what it is. But I know works. exactly. I don't know how, I mean, even the most successful people that we know at some point they do like their memoir book or something or whatever. And then you, it's like after they become big, big, then you hear about all the struggles they went through and it's like, well, what, why not share that while you're going through that journey? Like to me, it's so much more practical for someone to think like, okay, it didn't just happen overnight. You had to like, you know, cry and claw your way and you know you had successes and you had failures but now you're here and even at that top level wherever that is for you you're still gonna fail you're still gonna have mistakes you're still gonna be a person right exactly yes it's why not talk about that yeah yeah absolutely I I do and I I love those and I'm like 
like attracted to those people who still do talk about it. Like, Oh, I had, um, like I still struggle and I still do this. Yes. I make a ton of money, but guess what? I still struggle. And I'm like, Oh, okay. If you can still do this, like I can still do this. Like I'm going to be okay. Right. And in anything like in life, like you're still going to have struggles. And I love people who are so real. I I think that's so authentic and I love it. And I crave that. Mm -hmm. I think a ton of people do. I think that's what's happening right now in the whole world of marketing. People want real, like we're tired of seeing fake. We're tired of seeing these motifs of something that's just ridiculous. That doesn't even match who we are as people today. I think, I think in general, I think that's starting like that mold is kind of starting to change a little bit. People just want to be more connected, more authentic because the fake or the copycatters that it just doesn't work. It doesn't work anymore. (laughs) Right. Yeah, exactly. Like it works for so long and then people are like, all right, like, but there's like a million of you. So whatever. Okay. (laughs) You do. And and it's so hard and it's so scary to be Mm -hmm. authentic. I remember when I was doing the 30 day challenge, um, Steven had to be my photographer because, you know, I can't like tripods. Uh, it just drives me nuts. Um, and I remember he took a picture and it was like a good angle, but I just didn't like the way I looked. And I was like, oh, I'll just, I can drag that into Photoshop and liquefy. And I'm like, no, because then I'm like everybody else. Right. And I posted it and I was like, oh, this is terrible. I hate the way I look, but I'm like, I don't care. Whatever. I love like, your pictures. Oh, but it's so... Like, especially when it's you, like you look at somebody else and, but you love their personality, but when it's you and I don't know, yeah. like not everybody loves everything about themselves. Yeah. But it was, it was like, Oh, I'll just put it into Photoshop and liquefy my face a little bit. And it was like, and I did. And then I was like, no, like I'm not. Cause then what do I stand for? I tell all of my seniors to like that. I don't do re and I don't, I don't do retouches. I don't make you skinnier cause you're beautiful the way you are. But then right. I go and do it. Like, that's not. Yeah. So it's like, nope, don't do it. As painful as it is, I'm just going to be real, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I just love how authentic and real. And it just, I think what I'm learning from a lot of the women I'm talking to is that that piece is so essential to like your business. Like you can't, you can't be someone else and really, really succeed. Like you can't, like you just, it's really difficult at the same time of being that real person, but it's a part of you. And I feel like people like you who are open enough to share that and just be like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I was going to, I was going to change this. But then I thought, how can I do this? And then expect this, like, you know, just, it just connects, you know? Yeah. Well, and it's like, and like, that's hard for me to say, like, I you know, wanted to bring it into Photoshop and I was about to, but I didn't. Cause it's like, I too still have those thoughts. Absolutely. I thought I'm not enough or I'm not pretty enough or, Oh, I don't like the way that looks. Hey babe, can you take another photo? But it's like, <laughs> it doesn't change. Cause that's just what I got there. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's so yeah. hard, but it's almost harder to be fake. Cause yeah. then you get burnt out. Then, then or you don't do anything. Yeah. I think that's the other thing. Either you are fake or you just get so stunted and afraid of what everyone's going to do or what everybody's going to say. You just don't take action, which is worse in my opinion. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It's so, and I think we're so nervous about like, like you said, what other people think and about being like a hypocrite or something like that. And so that's why we don't want to be real or say like, yeah, I don't know everything about this. Mm -hmm. I don't know everything about this industry, but like, that's what it is. That's, it's real. 
Yeah. So like in photography and any industry, I'm like in any, like even as doctors, people who go to school for years, lawyers, things change. Like there, it's impossible to be all knowing of all things. Matter of fact, there's a saying that says a master of all is a master of none. Like you can't do it all. You can't know it. Right. All. Yeah. And it's okay to ask for help. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, thank you for being on today. I'm so happy and excited for you and your business. I just can't wait to see more of your wedding pictures and your wedding. Like, I feel like you're probably going to end up just doing that. As much as, you, as much as you love senior photography, I know you love it. But I, as much as I just talked to you for the last, like, over the last couple months, I just feel like that's the road you're going to end up just I just love, I do. I love couples. I am. I'm such a sap. I do. I just, I feel for it. I feel like I'm a bridesmaid with a camera. (laughs) Like, oh, I got to slough this. So hold on. Let me give you a little zhuzh there. And okay. Okay. Now you can have your little moment. And I do. I just, I, I, I do. I love couples. I just love them and the weddings and oh, I do. I'm such a sap. It's okay. (laughs) Okay. Sappy, sappy is good. I do. I love it. I just crave romance. Which wow. stinks for my boyfriend. <laughs> you got to like step it up, man. <laughs> I love romance too. And my husband and I, we always talk about that. We're always like, I'm like, yeah. You remember when we were dating and you used to do certain things? And I'm like, where is that guy? No, just, <laughs> just kidding. But he does a lot of those things now, but it's just not as frequent. And it's like, I think it's kind of the world again we live in where we just think everything should be like that all the time. And real life, it's not like that. Real life oh, not no, like no, no. that at all but no it's not I, like we, we we were just talking about it it was like the love languages like in the beginning like if you held my hand that meant so much to me and now I'm like well can you like do the dishes and he's like well that never mattered before I'm like oh well but we've been dating for like four years now so it kind of matters so like that means a big deal and it's like oh <laughs> all right I didn't know that changed and I'm like right. oh, sorry like yeah. and I can tell you but that's what that means now it does it's so funny how things change I love it but it's like fine it's like for the better yeah um yeah so like you You know the fairy tales forever yeah you grow like I can't believe how much I love my man it's been 10 years we'll be married 10 years in September what's the secret huh oh well one is that we're really good friends like we're best friends I think Mm -hmm. that's what we were before we even started dating so that really made a big difference yeah same here and we communicate and we're very open with each other about things we talk about a lot of stuff and like especially because I deal with a lot of health stuff so it's like even more important that we communicate what's going on and how we feel about things and then I think the biggest thing is that we both try to do things the way that God asks us to do them. Like we try to live in that way. So I think those three things being good, like not good friends, best friends, like right. straight up. Yeah. <laughs> straight oh, up I, I feel yeah. We were best friends <laughs> for a whole year before anything happened. So yeah, exactly. And then being able to communicate and God, I mean, that's honestly what I believe works. Awesome. Well. Yeah. That's awesome. I can't wait to share. we got to do these three things yeah (laughs) for a long time so let's do it yeah 10 years I can't believe it we've been married 10 years but we've been together like we dated for like two years like before that and we were friends like a year before so I feel like we've known each other for more than half of our life 
at this yeah. point, which is crazy, but know. you know, it's awesome. It does. Time flies though when you're having fun. It does. It does. It definitely does. So well, tell us where we can find you. I know where we can find you on Instagram, but tell us anyway. <laughs> okay. So you can find me. So it's Hannah Martini and then like an underscore, like a dash. I don't, I, that was the only thing that was available. And then in the link in my bio is my website or it's just Hannah Martini photography.com. It's super simple, cause, but everybody always forgets the I. So it's not Hannah Martin, Martini, <laughs> like the drink. Like the drink. That's the, like, that's the, that's the fun part. <laughs> right. Yeah. How can you forget that? I on the end, like an olive. Can't forget it. Yeah, exactly. Well, thanks so much for coming on and sharing. And we can't wait so much for having me. I'm so excited. I can't wait. And I can't wait to listen to all these other creatives. I'm so excited. I am too. I'm excited and petrified. (laughs) You will do great. This will be awesome. Well, thank you. It it is. And you're so easy to talk to. It's so, it'll be so good. Oh, thank you. Yeah. You know what I haven't done? I know I just kind of was supposed to clear this up, but um, I haven't been listening to podcasts recently on purpose because I didn't want to be, yes, like influenced by like how people are doing their podcasts. And I didn't want to come off like, you know, like them. (laughs) Right. No. Yeah. So judge me, judge me softly. (laughs) Seriously. No, no, no. It's so, so good. And well, cause it's you, like we just said, it's like, it's all about you. No one can do this like you because they're not you. Right. So no, I'm so excited. I can't wait to like watch this just blossom. All right, ladies, thank you for listening. And I hope this conversation inspired you. Be sure to subscribe and tell a friend that's it on this episode. And yes, you are crafted to thrive.